My name is Rebecca Catterall, otherwise known as the business wife. I'm a systems and operations specialist who loves nothing more than digging into problems and shining light into the dark, scary corners of being a business owner. So the horror stories you hear around the virtual water cooler never happen to you, or you have a plan in place to tackle them. I absolutely delight in thinking up ways of solving your business holes and gaps with the simplest, sensiblest solutions tailored just to you. Let me make this clear before we even begin. There is no one way of becoming better at this. There is no magic cure. You are the catalyst in this and the only thing that can make this happen. We can all give you techniques and strategies and advice to tailor and try to fit your needs to give the ideas and hopefully the confidence to make changes to how you handle requests upon your time, your energy and resources. And yep, that includes money. And often this isn't the first piece of work you should do on yourself, but it's a starting point. You need to find out what's important to you. You need to know what you value and want. You need to keep in mind every time you give a piece of yourself, your time or energy to someone's request for a yes, you are saying no to being full, able to fully commit to something else that you might hold more important to you, whether that's growing your business or spending time on your well-being or with your family. There's a quote I like. That says, when you say yes to something, what are you saying no to? And I want you to keep that in mind every time someone asks something of you. When you say yes to something, what are you saying no to? Saying yes when you mean no. Most of us have been there. It's a behaviour and belief ingrained in us from a young age. Be nice. Girls always have to be nicer than boys. We have to be sweet and kind. We have to help if we can. We have to go above and beyond to help. We often become people pleasers as a result. We bring that role into adulthood as parents and partners. We shoulder the responsibility in life and business. Be nice. Let's be honest. We don't want to do half the things we commit to. We say yes because it's expected of us, ingrained in us. Saying no makes us mean, nasty people. We won't be popular. People won't like us. If we can help, we should help. I think it's time to say no. I used to say yes and take on more and more and more until it made me ill, until it broke me down and overloaded me. But I've had enough of giving away my power and energy and these are the techniques I now use in life and business. I don't use them all now as my confidence has grown in some areas and I'm more comfortable pushing back. And again, this is not a one size fits all. You can make these softer or firmer. You can tailor them to suit your needs and your situation. So number one. 
you are put on the spot. You get flustered easily and somebody wants an immediate answer. Probably face to face. This works really well for face to face situations. So repeat after me. Let me get back to you. This is a delay tactic, but it gives you time to run away, reconvene with your brain and come back via text or with a script over the phone. Let me check my calendar when I get home. I have a feeling we've got something on. Let me get back to you. I have a feeling I'm booked up, but need to check my VA or system. Let me get back to that one. I'm not sure I can commit to that date. Let me get back to you when I've checked finances. And if they push, keep repeating that you'll have to get back to them. It's them being a bit of a dick for not respecting your boundaries. So try not to worry about what they must think about you. You're making a perfectly reasonable, acceptable adult statement. If they keep pushing, you can say something like, the immediate answer will have to be a no, as you haven't given me time to look into it. And move the conversation on or wrap it up. So just remember, let me get back to you. You can say, you can use different words, but just that's the general gist is, let me run away and think about this so I can come up with an excuse as to why I don't want to do it. That's basically what it is. This is one I use a lot at the beginning because my immediate reaction is to say, yes, yes, I'll do that. I'm already overloaded and overworked and full of errands. I can't do this, but I'll say yes, because you've put me on the spot. So just let me get back to you. Other phrases you can try are, and these are a little bit stronger, that doesn't work for me. So you can just say as an answer, that doesn't work for me. Or you can say the date or time doesn't work for me, the price doesn't work for me. If you say it with a shrug or a smile, it's inoffensive. You've been clear, you've been to the point, but it isn't rude or abrupt. You can hardly argue with it. You know your calendar and budget and the demands on yourself more than anyone else. Don't get into a lengthy debate about why it doesn't work for you. It just doesn't. That's all they need to know. You can tweak it like, I haven't got space in my diary to do X right now, but I wish you the best of luck. Or some other phrase that moves on from that situation. Again, none of these are abrupt by saying um, that doesn't work for me in whatever way you want to. You're not being rude. You're not a bad person. We are still going to like you. But you're just accepting and telling them that that isn't something they can do. And who could be angry for that? There are some things I would suggest not doing. I would suggest not saying, can I get back to you? Can I? You're asking them permission to get back to them. And if they say, no, I need an answer now, you've, you've put yourself in a corner. Do not ask them for their permission to answer later. Just no. So just no. I'd love to, but no, you, you wouldn't love to. No. I, I think most people expect an excuse. If you say I'd love to, but we're expecting an excuse to come out of your mind, out of your mouth next. Do you mind if? Don't ask them if they mind. They do mind. Don't don't give them objections and ways to kind of question you further. I'm sorry, but don't apologise. You're not sorry. 
So stop apologising when there's no need to apologise. Or doing the, my spouse, kids, partner said no. Don't say that. Don't put the blame on somebody else. Basically, this is you not owning your own no and saying you have no power or authority over your own decisions. Unless that really is the case. Um, yeah, don't, don't put it on somebody else though. Other things I would avoid saying because they make you sound like you are very unsure is I don't think I can take this on right now. It's like you don't think. So you're not sure, but you, you might be able to. It's like giving them a false hope. So just stick with sort of solid statements like this doesn't work for me. Let me get back to you. Don't semi commit or commit to anything. Just do not commit. So there's no, I don't think I can take this on right now. I'm not sure this will fit with my current capacity. I'm just concerned I won't be able to whatever they've asked you. If this was a little later than I could, but these are all kind of like half in, half out the door. You've been too wishy-washy with this. You're leaving yourself open to being pushed further into a corner. Stop it stop 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 giving away your power you're putting the ball back in their court these are apologetic softening words they are yeah just stop just desist this these were some of my biggest hurdles to get over and it ended up with me agreeing to do more work um that i didn't really want to um that i agreed to do work that i wasn't being paid for i was doing work at a price i didn't want to i was saying yeah just stop Thank you.